We're Cynthia Vargavisser and Michelle Walters, co-hosts of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Our weekly show is here to expand your mind to what's possible, to uplift your spirits, to move forward with confidence and joy, and to create a space for your collaboration with the invisible. Welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Hey, 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 it's Cynthia from Mind Power Meets Mystic, Ms. Michelle Walters, my dear pal and podcast buddy, is allowing me a full session with you to talk about energies and entities. Now, I'm going to make it really simple because we only have a very short period of time, so I'm going to group it this way. All entities are in one category and all energies are in a separate category. So this is like a 101 basic class on how to differentiate between the two in order to help you out when you feel something going on that's a little bit hinky in your world, okay? So first I'm gonna talk about energies. Energies to me, they don't feel like they have a personality to them. It will feel like it's either higher or lower than my personal energy. It will feel like it gives me an emotional thing. Like all of a sudden I'll feel tired or my I'll start coughing or I get a little bit irritated. And if it's an irritation, it usually also affects my body. So all of a sudden I'll be coughing and choking or I will have an upset stomach or a headache. So these are energies. Now, energies, it doesn't mean that that it's just a bad feeling. Energies can build up over time. The cool thing um, that I can talk about with energies is um, an exception to what I just talked about are like antiques and uh, heirloom pieces because they are passed down from generation to generation and each generation puts their own vibe on it so that after a few generations, the antique actually gets its own personality per se. But having said all that, you can get imprints of past experiences through that piece, it still doesn't feel like it had a life of its own. It will still feel um, like you, it's either an energy higher, energy lower than yourself. You get the picture. It still follows the same rules. It just has a little bit of a different vibe to it. Now, you can walk through a space and you'll find that you run into an ed- energy. You can sit down on a piece of furniture and find that you run into this energy. And because it has this wacky feel to it, it's not really wacky, but different than what you um, were expecting, it's, that um, it can be a little bit off-putting and may make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Fear not. It is not an entity trying to do something to you, but rather an energy that doesn't agree with your personal vibe. So what do you do? Get out of that room or change um, seats or go out, 
protect yourself in a certain way and then go back in so it, it doesn't um, mess with your energy field. Okay. So then we're going to talk about entities. The cool thing about entities is that you can be affected by emotions, but usually it's much more primal. So it, to me, there's a temperature difference. So it feels like a cool breeze that comes up against me or as around me, but it doesn't exactly go through me. It, I can inhale it and it feels like a really crisp morning uh, breath. Like I would almost be exhaling like, um, you know, the breath fog. Uh, but of course I don't. Um, you can have your hackles go up, which is the baby hairs in, at the back of your neck, or you can get goosebumps, or there will be some kind of physical reaction or response that also goes with um, with this thing. So for me, what will happen is, like I said, the cold air, and then it almost feels like the energy around me is different than mine, meaning that it is uh, like walking through a fog, um, but much nicer in an in a interesting way. And, um, and other people can actually see them or they can taste them, meaning that they'll have a certain metallic taste in their mouth that tells them that something is going on. So again, it's primal. Okay. Now these entities um, are usually, you know, uh, these beings that were from another time that have decided that they're not going to move on and that they're going to stay on this plane and stay within the moment of their choice, I think is the best way to say it. Now, entities and energies, um, you can tell the difference, but they also interact in a different way. Um, entities can affect a house even when they're not in the house. And energies are much more contained, unless, of course, it's an energy of a person and they've got their, you know, they're, they've got a stinky aura, for lack of better words, and they walk by you and then you walk through their energetic body and then you can smell their stink or, you know what I'm talking about. Um, there's that, how uh, energies usually tend to stay with the corner of the house or a piece of the car or a part of the desk or within a um, an object. So when um, when I think of uh, space clearing, it also it also includes energy and it's been more than once that we have cleared um, uh, beds in the primary bedroom to help um, alleviate stress within a couple. So uh, to go back, let me tell you how these entities um, affect a house. Actually, let me go back. Let's talk about how energies affect the house. So an energy affects the house in this way. If there is a grumpy energy, what'll happen is that that becomes the grumpy corner, law of attraction. So, or if you're sad, so wherever it is that you're having this feeling, you will tend to go to this certain place where the energy will keep collecting and collecting and collecting and collecting to a point where it almost feels like it is an entity, but not. 
because again, you can, it doesn't give you that visceral response uh, that you're getting in your body. The other thing that an energy can do is it can, um, it can affect a certain way in which it needs to be cleared. So let me give you an example. There is this one house that we were getting ready to clear and uh, the primary bedroom could not get cleared. It just couldn't get cleared and the energy wouldn't break. Okay, that's another thing. Energy can be broken and entity cannot. Um, the energy uh, wouldn't break. And so I went in and intuitively, and what I heard is that there was a lack of confidence in this room that just kept building and building and building. Felt really sorry for the person who was living in this because how can you have a really good night's sleep and then wake up refreshed and confident and ready to conquer the day? It felt like every morning must be a little bit of a struggle in which you have to really talk yourself into being this person. So to go back, what it took for the energy to break was five minutes of continual clapping and accolades. And um, my friend Judy, who does the house cleaning with me, she and I were cracking up because what I did is I got a track and I just put it on loop and we um, blasted in the room on top of the bed and it just kept going. And of course we uh, joined in and uh, laughing and uh, and just giving these accolades and cracking up until the energy broke. Okay. Um, so that's, that's a, a one example. The, another example of an energy is a little bit different in that the woman that lived in the house, we didn't know this until after, uh, was very specific. So when we walked into the house, the house was very demanding in which uh, it wanted like shoes off here, don't walk across here, be mindful here. And when we tried breaking the energy, they would only accept Rat Pack music. If you don't know who that is, that is like Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. So back into the fifties or marching band music, which is one four four tempo, one forty four tempo. That was the only energy that the house would accept. It was just a crazy little thing. So what happened was that that woman, the owner had lived there for an incredibly long time before she um, passed away. She did not pass away in the house. So her um, spirit was not there, but her opinions were there and were so strong and had been in for so long that it, it took something very, very specific to break. And again, it's an energy because the energy could be broken and it didn't um, give the response. Before I talk about any other stories, I'd love to remind you that you're listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. And I'm Cynthia Varkavisser, the mystic of the um, dynamic duo. And we're talking about energies versus entities. Please like us, comment, follow us. We would love to hear from you. And 
you know, who doesn't want a little pat on the back, right? I definitely would. And uh, as well as if you leave a comment, we are happy to respond and um, pat you on the back for, uh, for giving us some suggestions or having us answer some questions. So there's that. Now I've already told you two stories about entities. I talked about some examples about energies. Um, what I like to, oh, let's talk about one other thing. It's very important is um, there's this one house. Again, this has to do with energy. There was this one house that the owner had been in for a, a few decades. I think she was there with their family for over 30 years. And um, the house, you could definitely tell the front part was built in the very early 1900s. And then that there was a back part and the back part had been built maybe in the 80s or 90s. Um, you could also tell, you didn't have to be psychic, that the person who lived there when they made this space um, was some kind of artist because they had this great um, mosaic that they put in their uh, primary bathroom, which was one big, huge mural. It was pretty incredible. And downstairs, it was pretty obvious it was some kind of workshop. Now, that energy was interesting in that the front part, the original part of the house was fine. The back part of the house was incredibly sad and it uh, I couldn't fill it with energy in a proper way. Now, the reason I know it was energy is again, it didn't give me the visceral responses and I felt tired. I felt sad. I felt these things and I could tell that there was grief. Now, I had gone in knowing that the owner had passed um, and I didn't feel the owner on the property. However, the house behaved as if it was its own energy, that it was its own being. And the house was very sad, um, the back part, because there was no um, joy, no love. And it felt like it was no longer connected to the front of the house. Um, come to find out that the owner had waited a really long time to do the back part of the house, made it exactly as she wanted and did her artwork down below in her, um, in her studio, which was tile as well as painting. And the only way that the house could feel full was to have the owner's energy come on in back into the house. So let me give a quick backstory. The house had been cleared of all the owner's things and um, was put up for sale and nobody was taking a look at it. So what we did to make it feel better is that we put artwork back in to the, the work room, which is right below the primary bedroom so that the house, that space could feel the owner's love, the joy through the artwork. Because remember, pieces also carry energy. So we made sure that one was there that was a gift. And so the gift of giving and receiving was in there, as well as the joy of creating. And that settled out. It wasn't exactly perfect, but it was a way to get the two energies of the house to um, 
unite as one. So those are examples of energy. Um, now we're going to talk about entities in a different way. The first one I want to talk about again is how an entity can not be in your house and still affect the house. So what happens is an entity will walk through and if you can feel it, not if you can feel it, if it passes through close to you, you'll be able to feel it. Also think that an entity has a different energetic value than you do, meaning that you and I have personal space, which I call our energetic space and entities have a different energetic space. So their um, energetic body is contained similar, similarly to ours, minus the blood, bone, and flesh. However, the energetic body or like the wake of the energetic value is greater than uh, ours. So now think about this. If you're walking down the street and someone's having a crappy day and you walk close to them, you actually can feel their energetic body. And if you are uh, empathic, you probably pick up and keep some of that, of that emotion and information, which is funky, right? And that's a different story. We can talk about empathic versus clairsentient another day. Now, same thing with entities. Entities, they have that misty thing. And then they also have, I'll call it a wake, which is a buffer space in which um, you can feel them, but you don't feel that um, ghost entity thing of the raised uh, the raised hair and all that other good stuff. So here's the story. Actually, I have two for you. Really quick. First one, we are in a beautiful little duplex. I mean, adorable, adorable, adorable. And um, there is nothing to complain about. They're one bedrooms, but they're like spacious. They actually have yards. It's not like a, you know, a shared a yard. It was situated in such a way that that one duplex had a full yard. One one unit had a full yard. The other unit had a full yard. It was just gorgeous, but it wasn't working out. And so we went into one unit and it was fine. The other unit was weird. Um, there was this really cool like den um spacious you know um gorgeous however for some reason it felt like you're walking into a closet and the energy of it felt like there's something going on but it didn't feel like there was um uh an emotion that goes with it right remember i told you that energy goes uh up or down and that um, you have a different kind of response, which is your uh, there's an emotional value that is associated with it. And there was no emotional value. So then I went in intuitively and I found out that there was this young man who would walk close, like as in into their backyard, because it used to be an orchard 
and uh, he liked just walking through the orchard. He loved the area. And there was one tree that he liked to just lean up against and just chill out and that the tree is no longer there. And so he's looking for the tree. And so he wasn't going into the house, but he was going so close that it, it, um, that the energy of the entity um, moved in. So not the actual entity, but the energy of the entity. So uh, we went outside, sure enough, there was a stump and we asked the, um, the realtor to uh, let the owner know if they put a, a tree there that the entity would no longer be wandering around and messing up that space, okay? Um, the other one I wanted to talk about is that we were at a place close to a golf course and um, usually when you think of a place close to a golf course, you think you're worried about golf balls and all that kind of stuff. This one didn't have that challenge, but there was something weird going on in the house that as you walked in the downstairs unit, that uh, the back part of the hallway and part of a room felt different than the others. And it gave off almost like an entity, but there was a coolness, but there was nothing else that was responsive. So the hackles didn't go up. There weren't any goosebumps. A, even though it felt cold, I wasn't breathing in cool air. And um, and it there was no there was no emotional value in this energy. And so what we found out is that there was an American Indian that liked to um, use this trail to hunt for small game. And he was annoyed that the trail had changed. And so we um, did a ritual around it. And I asked if the, um, if the young man wanted to move on and he said, no. And so what I did is I said, okay, so let's just trade your trail. Let me show you where, where your trail now goes. And so we moved the trail that, um, that was running and clipping a piece of the house. Uh, we moved it so it went beyond the house in between two houses. I want to be really clear about that. And then along a place where um, there used to be a creek. Now the cool piece uh, and and then led to a bigger a bigger creek. Uh, the cool piece about that is that as soon as we did that, um, an hour later there was an offer on the house. So that's a, a really cool story. Um, those those stories I wanted to tell you is to show you that there are different subtleties, but by process of elimination, you can tell where there's one or the other, and um, you can always check your work, which is kind of awesome because doing intuitive work is all about trust. Doing house clearings, you get to see results in a different way. So let me recap for you. Energies energies go, your energy goes either high or low, and that you have an emotional response that can be seen through your chakras or an actual emotion. So it could be your throat chakra, your um, solar plexus, or it could be something as simple as um, coughing, getting tired, that kind of thing. Entities is much more visceral, that there's a temperature difference and that you have a more primal response, okay? And that 
both things can kind of imitate each other. So think about those antiques and heirlooms, how they can almost feel like an entity. And then there are entities because they can leave lingering energetic track marks that it can almost feel like an energy and yet it's they're different so when you feel an entity that leaves their 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 wake then what you want to do is that you want to um ask the entity if they want to leave and if they don't leaving meaning leaving and um reshaping or um if they want to um if they want to do something that's cohesive with the house that collabs with the house and that they're all in sync. So a lot of times when there are entities and people are living there, um, I, first thing I ask is how are they bothering you? How are they bothering you? Um, do you want them to go away? How do you want them to go away? And then it's like mediating. Then I go to the entity and I say, Hey, did you know all this stuff is happening? Do you want to go away? If go away, meaning, do you want to reshape? If you want to reshape, um, I can do that with you. If you don't want to, how can we make this a pleasant experience for all? Um, there was one where there was a little girl who was hanging out with one of my favorite little people. And um, she wouldn't let, she being the entity, wouldn't let the little girl sleep through the night. And so what I did is I asked uh, what the little girl wanted to do. She didn't want to leave. So funny that the upstairs neighbor was very lonely. And so I asked if she wanted to hang out with the lonely person above and she did. So she just moved up to another floor. Um, I believe I have given you all you need to know to go to energy versus entity 101. I hope you had a really good time hearing about the differences. I would love to know if you have any questions or comments about these things, because I know I made it incredibly broad. So it is funny. It is fun to um, continue the conversation and, uh, and please do by commenting um, below. Um, you are listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. I am Cynthia Varkavisser, the mystic, and Michelle Walters, my podcasting pal, is Mind Power. Before I say goodbye, I just want you to know that I do have monthly classes. I'll put the uh, information down in the notes. And these monthly classes are talking about how you can use your intuition practically. And I have an upcoming retreat called Fuck Fear penetrate your purpose coming in uh, May of 2024. And as soon as that information is out, I will also put that in the uh, notes. You can also find Ms. Michelle Walters. She's got some really cool nourish and flourish um, hypnotherapy sessions going on. Go to the show notes and you'll find out how and where to find those things. Again, thank you so much for your time. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Bye. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.